Hey everyone, welcome to Share Your Sparkle, and I'm your host, Dr. Darlene Berrios. This is season two, episode 17. Why weren't we taught this? Hey everyone, I think I've probably said maybe all of these bullets at some point um, throughout season one and two, but this morning I was inspired to just write some stuff down and do a special Sunday episode. I usually release on Tuesdays and Fridays, but it's Sunday, August 8th. I believe there's something kind of powerful about this day. I'm not sure, but um, look it up. (laughs) And um, so here it is. Why weren't we taught this? So this morning, I saw a deer I walk every morning with Bean, you know, my black lab, who's now like 500 pounds. He's not 500 pounds, but it feels like it. Um, And yesterday morning, I saw a deer as well. And they're just really beautiful to watch. Like this one was just like standing like super still. It looked like a statue in the person's yard. And um, the thought that came to mind was that God is everywhere. And I feel that, you know how I talked about those two years where I went to church like every day, which was fine because it had its benefit in terms of like when I learned a lot, I said that I learned like about different saints. I learned about different days of the, the Catholic tradition. I got rest. Remember, I would like, I think I would take not I think I did take naps in church afterwards like I would just sit and close my eyes and it was completely quiet which was healing in a very you know different way and um I thought that was my way to God I thought that that was my way of getting closer to God and not to say that it isn't a way to get close to God, right? Because everybody has their own path and way and avenue to get there or to to kind of like reconnect. Um, And remember, I don't think God is a person, right? I don't, I wish, I honestly wish um, that people would consider changing that thought because it's a very interesting thing for me to think um like before that a human being made everything like now that I think about it like more as an adult that doesn't that doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense that a human being made the sun and the stars and whatever it is that exists out there millions and billions and quadrillions of miles away from us. Honestly, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) But that's just me. I'm not trying to mock what you think. I'm just saying it just doesn't make sense to me. That's all. And um, I really wish that the message I got from a young age was that God is everywhere. When you look in the mirror, when you see your pet, when you look at a blade of grass, when you feel the wind on your skin, when you hear the birds chirping, when you see another human being, 
when you look at the bark of a tree or a butterfly or the clouds. And even the dar- in the darkest moments, God is everywhere. This organic thing that made everything has to be everywhere. It just has to be. There cannot be a spot that doesn't exist. Because if it's all, that means it's in everything. If it's all, that means it's in everything. The spiders. (laughs) The mosquitoes. Everything. That's... I just wish somebody had said that to me over and over again as a youngster so that I could kind of live that a little differently throughout my life instead of kind of like realizing it now. And then you're like, well, then why are there so many bad things? I don't know. People are stupid. (laughs) We have free will. We have a choice. I think that's the magic of this life is that we choose, we get to choose our choices, thoughts, actions, words, whatever it is. That's um, why things, I think, get messed up. We don't always choose the best things. (laughs) So the first thing, God is everywhere. Why weren't we taught that? I think if you have kids, you should really talk about how when you look in the mirror, you see God, like you are a piece of what made everything. There was a word, oh God, (laughs) God, that's funny. Um, And if I haven't mentioned this before, you should check out Fantastic Fun Guy on Netflix. It's a documentary on mushrooms. It's really interesting. Um, But in talking about it, there was a word, I can't remember what it is now, but it's, it talks about being fully human and fully divine. And um, yeah, check it out. So that's my thought about that. The other one is, well, I was thinking this morning and writing down in my notes, Your credit score is your adult report card. (laughs) I don't remember anyone ever telling me this. I mean, I've always done my best to pay bills on time and to make sure that, you know, I didn't. I mean, I know. I mean, just recently, actually, I forgot to pay my student loan. I just forgot. Like, there's one that I have that's a private one, and I just forgot. And it was a couple days late. But, like, in general, I'm pretty crazy about that kind of stuff. And you spend your whole life, like, working on your grades. Or, I mean, I did anyway. I tried to. (laughs) And then you get to be an adult. And I remember telling the girls once uh, that I co-raised, I'm like, your adult report card is your credit score. That's what's going to allow you to buy a house, car, maybe even get a job. You know, like, so that's just an interesting thing to share as if you have kids or 
Um, just thinking about life. Your credit score is your adult report card. Okay. <clears throat> the other thing. When you are young, or maybe, and maybe all of you were taught this, <laughs> but I wish someone had said start something. Like, teach that spirit of uh, being an entrepreneur and feed that spirit of creativity. And you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And the weird thing is my parents were small business owners. Like that's, um, I saw them at work in something that they were, that they owned. Uh, but I kind of wish that we even taught that in school. And I'm not talking about like a college course. I'm saying when you're younger, have it built into the curriculum where you teach entrepreneurship, like where you teach the spirit of starting something, kind of creating a plan and doing what you can to make it happen. That spirit of, of creativity, ingenuity. But like I said, it's not even, uh, you don't even have to reinvent the wheel. You could literally do something that's already been done. You know, that's, that might work too, you know. So teaching that at a young age, I think is really important. Okay, the other thing. Start a journal. If you don't have one, I really, really recommend starting that practice or picking it up. And if you have kids, have them at the end of their day for 10, 15 minutes. Even if they're not writing yet, draw a picture about your day. You will laugh, cry, balk, and even be in disbelief of what you wrote or how you were at a certain age. I started when I was... 18 and I really wish I could have started earlier or that I you know a friend of mine at the time gave me the idea but start earlier or teach your kids or start now <laughs> it'll be one of the best gifts you give yourself and I know that there are some things that we don't like people probably don't want to remember everything um and I get that but what's also really cool is that if you write about it, you know, even the bad, what kind of helps is that you see how life changes and there could be possible growth. Like, life changes. Like, it shows you that, like, in through your stuff. Or if it, if you haven't changed, and you're still doing the same things you did 20 years ago. That's really interesting too. But in general, you know, change is constant, you know, and how that plays out in your life, even during the bad stuff, right? So journal, 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 go buy a book. They're not that expensive. Or just grab some paper and put it together. Like have your kids draw about their day. I'm telling you, it's really amazing. Okay. The other thing I wish um, I was taught younger, get out of your own way. <laughs> Fear and doubt stop us. That's the only thing that stops us from doing whatever it is that we want. That's it. 
you know, get out of your own way. And even if you're not successful at it, even if, like, I haven't been successful at everything that I've done. I haven't, you know, and um, there's some stuff that I've done that I, like, I sucked at, and I'm, but I'm glad I did it. And now I know, well, that sucked. <laughs> but get out of your own way. Figure out how to really get rid of or try working through the mental blocks to get where you want to be. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, I really think what only what stops us from doing whatever it is that we want to is ourselves. So teach yourself or your kids how to get out of their own way. You know, don't let fear and doubt stop you. Or do that now if you need to. Um, the other thing, as adults, like as kids, you recognize and love, and if there's a kid listening right now, you love recess. Why? Because it's fun. You're playing with your friends. You're maybe like outside if it's nice out. It doesn't even matter if you're just sitting there like moving rocks around. Like it doesn't matter. It's fun. I remember every, every single day in elementary school when we'd had recess, I can visualize the classes leaving the doorway, exiting the side of the door there at this little elementary school where we went, we had this soccer field and a playground and over in the corner, a kickball, um, like, well, it's for like baseball, but whatever we used it for kickball. And <clears throat> literally every time the classes left, it was like, ah! every kid just screamed. Every kid screamed and ran out of the building to go play. <laughs> do you know what, do you remember that? Well, people, adults need recess too. find your recess. For me, when I was with uh, like one of the schools I worked at, we played basketball once a week, loved it. Everybody just came together and laughed and had fun and we got a workout. Um, for me, my recess is also like hiking or dinner with friends. Like laughing is amazing. Just recently, like when I went to Virginia, those four days, that was recess for us. We worked, but we laughed and we played and we ate. Like adults need to find their recess time. You need to recharge and reconnect in a way with yourself, like kid-like, so that you can keep going, right? So find your recess. And if you're a little and listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Recess is awesome. <laughs> Everybody screams when they go to recess. I don't, I don't. I actually do kind of get it. It's really fun. All right. The other thing, healing. I think I talked about one of the episodes um, where I mentioned that we don't know how to heal. But I think what I really meant to say was when healing needs to happen, if there's some healing that needs to happen, I don't know if it's that we don't know how to heal or maybe we don't know how to listen to what it is that we need to do for the healing to happen. Does that make sense? So before I said we don't know how to heal, but I don't, now that I was thinking about this and writing my notes this morning, 
I'm not sure if it's that we don't know how to heal. And that might be the case, right? We might need a path or we might need some strategies, which that actually makes sense. But sometimes it's really just there are steps actually that we know that we need to do, but we don't listen or we're afraid to take those steps to heal because then we know that our life will change drastically. So maybe it's maybe even a combination that we need some strategies for healing, but also we need to listen and do what it is that we need to do for that healing to happen. That's interesting, isn't it? I mean, our bodies, we don't send like whatever it is to close a wound, you know, like all the cells that start doing what they need to do to, if we get a cut to like stop the bleeding to to make it heal to scab over we don't do that at all our bodies naturally do that the other two days ago i went running i don't mean to be gross but i took my sock off or i took my shoes off and i had like blood on my socks like literally it went through it like like my toe was bleeding and to the point where it was like a whole front part of my sock was blood and i was like what the heck is this now it's fine. Like, I don't, I don't even see anything. Like, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> so I think organically healing happens. Don't get me wrong. We do, like, when I was 21 and had cancer, the chemo and radiation helped me probably live till today. You know, we do need help. And maybe that's, like, the strategies and stuff that I'm talking about. But how often in life, and not related to health, but maybe like relationships or like jobs or or um, anything where we might know that there's something different that needs to happen because we feel like we need it and it'll help us. And we know, but we don't listen to it. And I really think that li- the listening part to it and the acting on it kind of maybe scares people because then they know their life will change. I'll give you an example. Like I've been craving nature for at least five years. Like moving, so I had lived in an urban place. Wow, almost thirty years. For the past at least five, maybe even more, I craved like being around green space. Like I'm not saying I wanted. Well, I couldn't afford a hundred acres, but just having the trees and uh, more land and I'm not even talking about owning more land but just being around it in a different way than just coming to visit every once in a while or um you know going for a hike like I needed to be in that and now that I am in that I don't want to leave it honestly like it is the most healing thing for me to like see a lot of trees and there is there are studies that show that nature heals and does things to our body and mind but for me, it's like something that I've been craving for a really long time. And I didn't do anything about it for several different reasons. But now that I'm in it, like, I don't want to leave it. And I'm not going to. <laughs> um, so that's what I have for you today. Um, why weren't we taught this? So I'm going to end with... Um, a recommendation and I want to thank 
uh, Shayla, Chayla, my sister-in-law, for um, inviting me to watch I Am Legend with them. We had a movie night. They're in Texas, by the way. <laughs> I'm in New England. And we had a movie night. Um, and that was great. So thank you. And if you haven't watched it, it's probably a good one to rewatch. And this is all I'm going to say about that. Listen to this. The characters. The main character, Richard, means brave leader. Along the way, Anna comes into the picture. Anna means grace or favor. She has a young boy, Ethan, which means firm slash strong. And then another major character, Sam, Samantha, the dog. It means to listen or listener. That's all I'm going to say about I Am Legend. And the last thing I want to do is read to you um, what I opened up to this morning. And it's from this little book I have called Living Faith. It says, The Hard Work of Rebuilding. Go up into the hill country, bring timber, and build the house. Haggai 1.8. I don't even know if it's called Haggai. I don't know it's from the Bible. <laughs> Haggai the prophet preached to the Israelites after their return from exile. The people were in bad shape, lethargic, demoralized, exhausted. Yet they managed to install fancy paneling in the homes of the wealthy among them, while the house of God, the temple, lay in ruins. Haggai tells the people that God wants them to rebuild, rebuild the temple. At first the people are resistant to such labor. But God, through the prophet, encourages them, saying, I am with you. So the people begin rebuilding the temple. Rebuilding is often difficult and time-consuming. Whether we are rebuilding a house, a neighborhood, a relationship, or a way of life. When we feel overwhelmed by the work involved, let us hear God say to us, I am with you. Today, let us ask ourselves, is there something that needs rebuilding or repairing in my life? If so, what small step can I take to begin that? God of love, give me strength and encouragement to work on what needs rebuilding in my life. And I think it's written by Melanie Zavobda. Okay, people, accept your sparkle, surrender to it, and allow it to be so. Until then, keep shining!